But we're not supposed to be podcasting this. Why? Because we're supposed to be podcasting the stories. I edit it. I can cut bits out. Oh, good. It so doesn't can, matter. So you could cut all of that out even though we're just talking. That's what I normally do to get people warmed up. When Uncle Jack comes and does it, we talk for about half an hour before we ever get to a story. So, we, so we're going to do it as long as you and Uncle Jack do it? Uh, probably not, no. Aww. Well, I go into a lot more detail with Uncle Jack. Um, I don't get it. No, you don't get a lot of history. You've, you're only just starting though, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm, I'm learning all about Jesus. Uh, we, do, we do English history, British history here. What? I only talk about things that happened in Britain. Which is this island we live on. What about the Isle of Isle of Man? I guess technically that's part of the British Isles, so we could cover someone who'd been on the Isle of Man or the Isle of Man. And in fact, we're gonna talk a little bit about Vikings. And Vikings lived on the Isle of Man for <laughs> a very long time. I love Vikings. Are we gonna be talking about the Hobbit by any chance? No, because that's not history, that's fantasy, isn't it? I like fantasy. I know, but there are times to talk about fantasy and there are times to talk about history. Okay. And this is a time to talk about history. Okay. If you want to be on this podcast, Evie. I only know about Jesus. Well, that's a bit of a problem because Jesus didn't ever visit the British Isles. Hey up, I'm Joe Heathcote and this is Consistently Eccentric a British history podcast where we try to make sense of some of the lesser known and more absurd people and events these islands have produced. So let's get started with... But you have started doing history at school, haven't you? Um, yes, only a little bit in my history book. And what did you learn about? Jesus. No, that's RE. What did you learn about in British history? History. Mm. We haven't learned about history yet. You learned about something that happened in London. The Great Fire of London. And what did you learn about the Great Fire of London? That Samuel Pepys buried his cheese and his wine and his books. And that's all anyone ever learns about the Great Fire of London. No! It really is. When did it start? In a bakery. In 1666 on Pudding Lane. Right. And it was... And the baker didn't actually know that that there was a fire spreading from his house. And sadly, Mary died. Mary who? Mary, the maid. Oh, it's always the, it's always the help that dies, isn't it? Yes, that it's is, very sad. That is very sad. And what happened afterwards? Um, somebody told a lie and said that they'd done the terrible crime and got executed. Who told you that? You did. (laughs) Yes, I did. He was French and he confessed to starting the fire and then he was hung and then they realised he couldn't have started the fire. So they let him go? Well, you can't really let someone go after you've hung them. Oh. That's kind of the end of it. But yes, yes, that's an extra fact you got. And the city was rebuilt. Yes. Including a new St Paul's Cathedral. And do you know that over about 
60,000 houses were burnt down. 60, that's a lot of houses, isn't it? Yeah, I learnt it at school. So you learnt about a year, 1666? Yes. Yeah? Yes. But there's another year that ends with 66 that's really quite important to British history. Do you know what year that is? No, because the years are normally 2022. No, that's this year. It's normally just twos and zeros in the years. Well, we're going back way before it turned over to the new millennium. We're going back almost to the start of the last millennium. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get what you're talking about. A millennium's a thousand years. Okay. Each thousand years is a millennium. Okay. How long will be we be chatting for? Probably another millennium. We're not going to do this for a thousand years. Well, it depends if we ever get to the story, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, mm. it does. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Consider it, Evie. Consider it. And I'm going to ask some questions about the story. Well, you will do if we start it. Don't hit the microphone. Just making sure it's working properly. You've been speaking into it. You can never work with animals and kids. Never work with animals or kids. Yeah. There is an animal right there who is listening to us. Do not be disrespectful to our cats. I'm not being disrespectful, but Noxie often does try to ruin my podcasts. What? Yes, she often shouts. Now, can I start the story, please, Evie, if you don't mind? Yes, right. you can. Go on. This story that I'm going to tell you takes place in the year 1066, which is 960-odd years ago. So a long, 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 long time ago. Before we were born? Before even Ma and Pooh Bear were born. That's a long time ago. I know, that's a long time ago. This is before um, Queen Elizabeth was born. They were going back before the first Elizabeth was born. We're going back before we had a United Kingdom, before there was a Scotland and England partnership. We're going way, way back when. when I'm a fan from somebody in Scotland. Hmm? I am. You're a fan of somebody in Scotland? Yes. Who? Well, can we talk about that in our next podcast that we're going to do tomorrow? What? These are not daily. I don't actually want to talk about him. Him? Yes, it's a him, but I don't want to talk about... You're nearly seven. How have you already got a crush? I have not got a crush. It's just that I'm a really big fan from somebody in Scotland. Who? I'm not going to tell you. Right, oh God, okay. Just start the story. Is that one from Andy and the Band? There's a Scot in there, isn't there? Is it Mac? Is it? Yes. Oh, well, do you know what? He's an intellectual. I'll let you off. Yay. Right. This story begins right at the very start of 1066, so nearly a thousand years ago. Is that when dinosaurs were? Not quite so far back for dinosaurs, okay? Okay. And England, it didn't have a queen like it does today. It had a king. (gasps) Kings are very rare. Soon we're going to have a king. Possibly, yeah. When Queen Elizabeth dies. Not everybody believes that she can die. Some people think she's functionally immortal. What is immortal? It means you never die. Wow. I know. I I wish I could be immortal. Well, you may be immortal. You've not died yet, have you? 
No, because I'm just in primary school. Right. Well, this king, who was ruling England at the time, was called Edward. Edward? Yes. There's a lot of Edwards. Hmm. Well, he was the king, so when he said Edward, people knew, because he Um, had the crown on. I have a little book about the royal family. Do you? Yeah. I got at the start of the six-week holiday. Right, I it, that would be the Windsors, the current royal family, yeah? No, Queen Elizabeth, my book about Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, well this is way, way before Queen Elizabeth. And this Edward, he had a nickname. He was called Edward the Confessor. Why was he called Edward the Confessor? He was called Edward the Confessor because he often liked to confess his sins because he was a very religious man. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? What does confess mean? It means that you tell a priest all of the things that you've done that are naughty and then he tells you how you can make it better. And Edward the Confessor liked to do this so much he got the nickname. He also ordered that a special church be built called Westminster Abbey. And that is where the kings and queens today are crowned. So when we do get a new king, they will be crowned in Westminster Abbey, and he built it, which is pretty cool, is it not? Yes. Yes. Building your own kingdom is fun. Yeah. You get to make how it is, design it. I don't know how much hands-on architecture he did. And you give birth to children. Well, kings won't give birth to children, will they? Queens will. Queens will, yes. Yeah. He He wasn't that special that he could give birth to children who did he get married to uh well that's the thing although he did get married he didn't have any children what yes who was the first royal child to be born then the first royal child to be born well back in the day back in these days you were only allowed to be a king as long as you were stronger other people could kill you and take the crown if they wanted to but he didn't he didn't end up having any kids because him and his wife it wasn't a great relationship they didn't really like each other oh mm. i get it yeah they weren't they they may have been married but they weren't friends evie so they didn't end up having any children together which creates a problem doesn't it yes if a king doesn't have any kids then who does the crown go to who becomes king or queen next no one, I suppose. Oh, it doesn't become a republic. No. It becomes a republic, Daddy. It does rec- become a republic. Well, no. Because luckily, Edward, he decided who was going to rule after him. So when he died... Who did he choose? Well, we're going to get into that. Because he hadn't had any kids, he had to decide who he was going to make his heir. Who he was going to ask to rule the kingdom after he died. And he made a choice, which was a good thing, because on the 4th of January, 1066... What happens when people die? Edward the Confessor, mm-hmm. he was put in a lovely, lovely tomb. Oh. And you can... Yeah. In in Westminster Abbey. So that was nice that What's... he finished Westminster Abbey just before. Okay. Okay, carry on with the story. I'm trying to. So he decided who was going to be his heir. Unfortunately... Turns out that he told a couple of people that they could rule the kingdom after him. So there was one person called Harold, 
I like people called Harold. Harold Godwinson. I like people called Harold. Well, you're going to like this story. So Harold Godwinson had been one of his helpers when he was king, and he decided to reward him by saying, you can be king after me. But unfortunately, he'd also told a bloke called William, who lived in Normandy in France, that he could be king as well. So he told two people that they could be king. I like people called William as well, because I have a friend called William. Well, good. I don't think you have a friend called Harold, though. No. So but I do know someone on TV who's called Harold. Okay, that'll have to do. So we've got Harold Godwinson. And we've got William. Okay? Just plain William. Mm, he had a few nicknames, but they were rude. So I can't say what they are. Because uh. I don't want to teach you rude words. He gets another nickname that we'll come to. But there's Harold and William. And then guess who else? Who? Harold. Harold? Another one. Another Harold? Only this Harold was a Viking called Harold Hadrada. And he thought... That seen as how England didn't have a king, he may as well be king of England. And he said, I think I should have the throne as well. What? So you've got three people, two Harolds and a William, and they all feel like they should be king. What? Which is one heck of a way to start 1066, isn't it? Yes, but I don't see why a Viking should be royalty. Well, you see, when Edward the Confessor's daddy had been king, a Viking came over... And defeated him. And we had a Viking king for about 50 years. Yeah. Vikings have ruled in England. But when a Viking king called Canute died, it passed back across to the Wessex kings. Harold Hadrada was related to the Vikings who'd been king of England for a bit. Okay. And okay. he said, because my, you know, uncle was king, I should be allowed to be king now. So you've got these three men. You've got a William and two Harolds who all say we want to be king. So what do you think they did? They asked William the Confessor. Edward the Confessor. He's dead, so they can't ask him. He died in uh, in January. So what are the three guys going to do? How are they going to work it out, do you think? They should ask... They should ask the Queen! Oh, no. no the no. Queen! They... Ask the Queen, fellow blokes! Ask the Queen! No, you see, they decided that they'd have to fight to see who was best and who got the crown. What? Yeah. They, people should never fight to see who's the best. They should just ask somebody else. Well, they should all be king. I think they shouldn't have fighted. They should have just gone, oh, well, well, if if three people can't be kings, then... None of us will be kings, and if three people can be kings, then we will be pe we be pe kings. Okay, well, they decided to go down a different route. <gasps> Harold Godwinson, because he was closest to London, because he lived in England, he went straight and he got himself crowned king. So he got the crown put on his head, and he said, right, well, I should be king because I've got the crown now. And... William, who was over in France, across the water, he started getting an army together. And Harold Hadrada, who was across in Norway, which is in the Scandinavian country, so it's to the north of England, he started getting an army together. Okay. 
and Harold Godwinson just had to sit and wait to see which army was going to come over first. So he started getting his army together. So we've got three armies getting getting assembled, ready to go. Armies? Yeah. I thought there was just going to punch battle. No, no, no. This is... That so... is no way to fight. This is you th- should always do a punch battle. This is thousands of people, sharp swords, spikes... Spiky sticks. No, that's not how they did it back in those days. So, all summer, the two Haralds and the William spent their time getting their armies together, getting all the food that they'd need, all the equipment that they'd need, making sure everyone had shields, making sure that everyone had a good, sharp, stabby stick. And then, in September of 1066, Harald Hardrada, the King of Norway, he decided it was time to invade, and he came across... To England to try and take the throne from Harold Godwinson. And they invaded the north of England. Harold Godwinson? Yeah. Is he a god who no. flies up to heaven and checks on people no. in heaven? His dad was called Godwin. So his name was Godwin's son, Godwinson. It should He should actually be called Godwin's son. Yes, but they shortened it to Godwinson. Okay? So that's how he got his surname yeah now that is not a surname the vikings came across and they beat the first army they came across just outside of york who well it was a british army whose was it williams or the Harolds? well actually it wasn't williams or the Harolds. the army that lost was led by earls a couple of earls. And earls are people who fight on behalf of the king. So they fight for the king. And these earls were called Edwin and Morcar. And they lost just outside of York. Did they get, you know... What? Killed? No, no. But they, they got very embarrassed. Because they'd said to Harold Godwinson, We're going to sort it out, mate. Don't you stay in London. You just do your kinging stuff. Enjoy being a king. We'll go up there and we'll smack those naughty Vikings on the bottom and send them back over to Norway. But they didn't. Norway who got out of the doorway. Oh, the cat from Norway who got stuck in the doorway. (laughs) Well, there is a Norwegian getting stuck somewhere, actually. We'll get to that. But because, Evie, because the two earls, Edwin and Morcar, lost their fight, Harold Godwinson went, do you know what? I'm going to have to take my big army up there. And I'm going to have to do it myself. I'm going to have to beat Harold Hadrada. So it was a Harold on Harold battle that we were going to have to see who was going to be king of England. So no matter who won, there'd be a Harold on the throne. Not, not the William. Well, he's still in France at the moment. So he's not come over yet. He's too embarrassed to fight. I, f- I get how he feels about being too embarrassed to fight i don't know that he was too embarrassed i think he was waiting for the best moment to come over and invade he was waiting until it would be best for him because if the two heralds are going to fight each other then he doesn't need to waste his forces does he he can sit and wait and see who the who wins and then he can fight whoever wins can't he yeah smart move william very smart move william but the two heralds They met just outside of York, in Yorkshire, at a place called Stamford Bridge. Is is that near the Golden Lion, where they... 
No, this is many, this is right over on the east coast of the country. Can you guess why it was called Stamford Bridge? Because the the person who ruled it was called Stamford Bridge. Well, what do you think there was there at a place called Stamford Bridge? Stamford Bridge stuff. There was a bridge, Evie. There was a literal bridge over a river. Aww. It's a good reason for calling something Stamford Bridge. It lets you know what's a there. Bridge. There's a bridge there. I accept the bridge. You accept the bridge? Yes. Bridges are cool. Meanwhile, William was bravely hiding in a corner. (laughs) A corner in in the Duchy of Normandy? No, in France. Yeah, France. I'd hardly describe France as a corner. It's quite a big place. I mean, in a corner in his home. So, Harold Godwinson and his army, they'd marched up north. They managed to get from London to York in just five days because they got a proper wiggle on. They marched north super fast. And on the 25th of September, 1066, they reached Harold Hadrada's army at a place called Stamford Bridge. And it was called that because there was a bridge over a river there. Now... I accept the lovely bridge. Fantastic. Now, the Vikings were on one side of the bridge and Harold Godwinson's army was on the other side of the bridge, so they needed to get across in order to have that battle. Was the bridge made of stone? It was made of... Or wood? Well, I believe it must have been made of wood because when the British tried to cross the bridge... One rather large, fat Viking from Norway walked to the middle of the bridge and stood there. And because the bridge was only wide enough for about two people, every time the English tried to go up there and knock him off the bridge, he beat them back. Dad? Yes? I don't think that wooden bridge Mm. can hold a very very heavy person well it was holding their very very heavy person fine and the very very heavy person the big viking swinging his axe was stopping any of the british people from getting across the bridge so you can hardly have a battle when you can't even get across the bridge to the other army why is there an axe involved in in this story there shouldn't even be an axe vikings use axes you know that they like to swing an axe. And he was swinging his axe at British people's heads. Yeesh. Yeah. I would never go near him if I was born And they then. were all thinking, well, how are we going to get across this bridge now? This is silly. We've come here for a battle and we can't have our battle because this Viking is not letting us get across this bridge. Silly Viking. Let people get across the bridge. Well, what the English did... One of them went upstream, further up the river, and he got himself a spear. So that's spear. A, that's a metal, a metal pointy bit on the end of a stick. I know what a spear is, Dad. Okay. I read a book about someone throwing a spear at a dolphin. Right. Well, you shouldn't do that under, you know, wildlife conservation laws. Yes, but that was a very long time ago. Before wildlife conservation laws? Yes. Okay, I'm glad we clarified that. But this guy, he wasn't hunting no dolphins. He was hunting fat Vikings because he got his pointy stick and he climbed into a barrel. 
and his mates pushed the barrel into the river and it started floating down towards the, the bridge, down towards the bridge where the Viking was stood on. Was he going to poke his bum cheeks right? He's going to poke his bum cheeks right through the bottom of the bridge? Yes, that's exactly what he planned to do. And he waited and he got under the bridge Lucky and he shoved his spear up as hard as he could and he stabbed the Viking in the bottom so hard he killed him dead. <gasps> Death by body spike. <laughs> body spike. And the big Viking fell off the bridge and suddenly all the English could get across. They could all get across to have their battle Hooray with the Vikings. for the English! And they went over and they had a big, big battle and in the end... It was the English who won. Hooray! Hooray for the spear! Yep. And the to... spear should be the king! All hail King Spear! Well, I'll tell you who couldn't be king anymore who? after the battle. Harold Hadrada. Because do you know what? What? He died in the battle. So that's <gasps> one of the people who wanted to be king. He's gone. And even worse, he was the king of Norway at the time. So now Norway needed a new king. Norway and English. Now, England had a king because we had Harold Godwinson, but Norway now didn't have a king because he was too busy coming over to England trying to get that crown as well. He wanted two crowns, and that was just greedy. I wish I, I, wish I could be the, the queen of Norway. Well, we'll, we'll look into it. The I don't cat know. from Norway got stuck in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Well, now <laughs> we're going back across the channel to France. Because William, he had spies in England and his spies came and told him, you'll never guess what, Harold Godwinson, he's left London and he's gone all the way to the north of England to fight Vikings. Now would be the perfect time to come over and invade. So he got all of his troops. So William had spies. Yeah, he was, he was, he was sneaky. He was looking to see what the English were up to see when the best time to attack would be and when they said look Harold he's up in York he's knackered because he's just had a battle William said right now's it lads get in your boats we're heading across and on the 27th of September he got in his boats and he set sail for England and he got there the next day he landed at a place called Pevensey Pevensey let me guess why it was called Pevensey because there was a big Big, gigantic pebble called Pebblesy. No, Pevensey. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, don't worry. No, do you want to know why it's called Pevensey? Yes. The original meaning was the river of a man named Pevin. Z. Yeah, so, so it came from the fact that it, at one point it was uh, Pevin's River and it became Pevensey over time. So obviously there was a bloke at some point called Pevin who really liked the river that ran into the sea there. And he went, do you know what? I'm calling this Pevens River. So everyone knows that it's my favourite river. And eventually they named a town after him, which is nice. Anyway, William got across to Pevensey and then he started marching towards a place called Hastings. Why was it called Hastings? Oh, for the love of... You are big on the etymology today, aren't you? Yes, I am hungry for knowledge. It means son of the austere man. Ooh, interesting. Yes, there you go. 
So we know that Pevensey was the river of Peffen, and we know that uh, Hastings means son of the austere man. Are there more killing in this story by any chance? Well, because William was marching to Hastings, Harold Godwinson decided he needed to get south quick because there was this brand new army that was making its way down the coast of England and he needed to go and stop it. And if he could beat William, then no one else would be challenging him for king and he could just enjoy being king for a little while because since he'd become king, he'd not really been able to relax, had he? It's still the same year he became king and he's already had to fight off one invasion and now there's another one. I mean, uh, how many how many invasions have there been since Queen Elizabeth's been on the throne? By any chance, mm. does England win? Does England win by any chance? Does it? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? No, not more things. Tell me now. Well, Harold Godwinson's army got south and it got to Hastings so that it could challenge William's army, but... Because Harold's army had had to march all the way north, fight a battle against Vikings, and then march all the way south straight away, they were a bit tired. Did they make it? They made it, but they were sweaty. They were achy. They just wanted a bit of a lie down, Evie. And they couldn't have one because there was going to be another battle. So they did not win. Well, the battle itself took place on the 14th of October in 1066. And it's called the Battle of Hastings, but it actually took place at a hill that was called Senlac Hill. Harold, he'd made a good decision and he put his army on top of the hill so that they had the high ground, which meant that William's army would have to fight up the hill to try and beat them, which is it's much harder to fight uphill than it is to fight downhill. Yeah, downhill is more easier than... Downhill is more easier than uphill... And William's army, the Normans, they attacked up the hill. But Harold's army drove them back and said, no, no. No. And they fell back down the hill. Not by any chance will you be getting us because we have have not rested since ten years. They were tired and grumpy, probably, you're right. But William's army, they went, right, we'll try again. And they fought their way up the hill. So they went and the Harold, Yeah, and Harold's army went, no, and knocked him down the hill again. <laughs> and this went on for a little while. No, I mean, they went back to the country they came from. They didn't knock them all the way back to France. They knocked them down the hill again. <laughs> and this went on for a little while with the Normans. Seven hours. Well, about, you know, a long time where the Normans tried to attack up the hill and the <laughs> Harold's army knocked them back and went, no. No. Until eventually, someone said that William had died in the battle. (gasps) No! Well, all of Harold's army, thinking that they'd killed the other person who wanted to be king, they went, we've won! And rather than staying at the top of the hill where they had the advantage, they all charged down the hill to try and kill the Normans because they thought, we've done it, lads, let's go. The problem was... William hadn't been killed. It was all a ruse. Ah, he has risen from heaven. He hadn't died. So it was all a trick to try and get Harold's army off the high ground. 
I was doing that to make it more dramatic. The reason that this was a bad idea to go charging down the hill... Because William did not die. Well, not only was William not dead, but the Normans had lots of people who were riding horses. Horses. So they were mounted and they... And while trying to fight with horses uphill was particularly difficult, once all of the guys were down on the flat ground, it was very easy for the horses to charge at them at high speed. Because horses can't charge on a hill. Well, they're not as... No. They're not as effective on a hill. But on flat ground, the horses were able to get up to full gallop and the guys on the back would swing the swords and go chopping off heads. <gasps> so did the English win? Well, the English had been winning right up until they'd come down from the hill, but then they started to be not winning quite quickly. Then how is the English country still here now? Because England is a place, it's not a people. Because Harold... Godwinson, he's from a group of people who were called the Saxons and they ruled England for hundreds of years. But William, he was from a group of people called the Normans and he wanted to rule for another hundreds of years. Hundreds of years is a very long time. Yes. In kid hours. They fought on the flat. The Normans had the horses, so they were running around, galloping around, chopping off heads and eventually... One of those guys, he saw King Harold, and he had a good run at him. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Can't even, I just don't want to look or listen to it. And it was very easy to spot Harold, obviously, because he had a crown on his head. And this sword man, this horseman, this guy who was on a horse, he rode up as quick as he could, and he slashed at King Harold, and he killed him dead. No, he didn't. He raised from heaven. He killed him dead. And the crown rolled off, probably. (gasps) He actually killed him. Mm. I I liked the way he talked. It was just like you. That's because it's me. So, the thing is, though, a lot of people don't know that he was killed by a sword because... After they'd won, the Normans decided that what they needed to do was they needed to make a graphic novel of what had happened. I'm making a graphic novel. But whereas you're doing your pictures with a pencil... Graphic novel! Graphic novel. But while you're doing yours with pencil, do you know what they used to make their graphic novel? Ink? No. Paint? No. Glue? No. You actually can write with glue. They used needle and thread. A needle and thread? You can't write with that. You can. They made something called a tapestry. How can you... Oh, I know what tapestry is. Pictures made of needle and thread. And they made a massive one that told the story of everything that happened in 1066. And it is called the Bayou Tapestry. On the Bayou Tapestry... It doesn't show Harold being killed by a sword like he was. It shows him being hit in the eye with an arrow. But that wasn't true. No, but people today will still tell you that Harold died with an arrow in his eye. Because when people make cartoons, when people make 
pictures, people tend to believe it. But you know now, how did Harold die? With a... Pickaxe! No! A pickaxe! It was not a pickaxe. It was Who a goes pickaxe. to war with a pickaxe? Honestly. <laughs> the Vikings! The what kings? The Vikings! The Vikings didn't... The Vikings used axes, not pickaxes. Pickaxes! What are pickaxes? Hmm? What are pickaxes? Pickaxes are very sharp, curved spikes that you use for digging in rock. Like miners would use. Oh. Like dwarves. Yes. He was killed with a sword, wasn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Harold was dead, which left only William, the Norman as the person who could claim to be king. And he did claim to be king. And he had himself coronated on Christmas Day, 1066. Did Father Christmas come? It was Father Christmas himself who put the crown on William's head. And he became known as William the Conqueror because he'd conquered England. And Scotland. No, he hadn't conquered Scotland. he conquered England. Scotland was doing its own thing back then. They were terrifying. I like terrifying. Scotland had their own kings. Mm -hmm. Who were they? In 1066, the king of Scotland was a man called Malcolm III, who had the nickname Malcolm Bighead. Why was he called Malcolm Bighead? I have no idea, but isn't it a great nickname? No, Our king, Malcolm Bighead. It is not a very good nickname. It is a very bad nickname. Well, he tried to invade England a few times, but he was happy to just steal some stuff and go back to Scotland, so he never became king of England. So he was a thief or a robber? No, when you're a king, it's not... you're. you're he was you're a invader. robber! No, robbers are only poor people. Kings don't get called robbers. They get called uh, invaders. It's slightly different. Dirty robbers. Dirty king robbers. Right, well, William the Conqueror would go on to rule and then his son would take over and then his son would take over and then we had a thing called the anarchy which was just ridiculous. Then his daughter or son would take over and then his daughter and son would take over. Ah, no, daughters couldn't take the throne for the longest time. The first true queen of England we got was, well, was Mary. Elizabeth. No, the first one was Mary. Also known as Bloody Mary, because she liked to have people killed. Dad. Yeah? Am I allowed to say what you just said? In context of this, yes, because that was her nickname. She no. was just cut, known as Bloody Mary. But that's a swear. Talking to the microphone. That, was a, that is a swear. But that you... is what they called her. They called her Bloody Mary. Even worse. You know, I said his nickname was William the Conqueror. Yes. He had another nickname, you know. William the Killer Conqueror. No, William the Bastard. (gasps) What is a bastard? Tell me now. Well, a bastard is someone whose parents weren't married when they were born. And in royalty at that time, that was a big deal. We don't really care about it much now, but it was a big deal back then. But it's also a swear word. (gasps) Yeah, you shouldn't go using that word, Evie. Dun, dun. I shouldn't have even told you it. What a silly thing to do. Then why did you tell me it? Because it's important for historical context. 
So that was the year 1066, which is the year that we went from being a Saxon country to a Norman country. A what country? A Norman country. Uh, I get a... It's a Norman country. A Norman country. Country. Norman. And, like I said... Norman. Norman. We went from William the Conqueror to William the Second, to Henry the First, to Stephen, to Henry the Second, to Richard the Lionheart, to John Lackland, to Henry the Third, to Edward Longshanks, to Edward the Second, to Edward the Third, to Richard the Second, to Henry the Fourth, to Henry the Fifth, to Henry the Sixth, to Edward the Fourth, to George, to, <laughs> no, to Edward the Fourth, to Edward the Fifth. To Richard the Third, to Henry the Seventh, to Henry the Eighth, to Edward the Seventh, to Lady Jane Grey, to Mary Tudor, to Queen Elizabeth the First, to James the First, to Charles the First, to Oliver Cromwell, the Lord Protector, to Richard Cromwell, his silly son, to Charles the Second, to James the Second, to Mary the Second, and William of Orange, to Queen Anne, to George. No, we're not there yet. To George the First, to George the Second, to George the Third, to George the Fourth, to William the Fourth, to Victoria, to Edward the Seventh, to George the Fifth, to Edward the Eighth, to George the Sixth, to Elizabeth the Second, which is where we are today. Yay, I am currently named after I am currently named after her. Yes. And we're probably only gonna have one more king between now and it being a thousand years since the um, Battle of Hastings, the year 1066. Okay, so are we just going back to chatting about random things now? There is no chatting about random things. That is one of the cornerstones that you've just heard about of English history. Mm. 1066 and the Battle of Hastings is considered a very, very important thing that happened. But a lot of people don't know that it only occurred because Edward the Confessor accidentally told a couple of people that they could be king instead of just one. And it caused a lot of trouble. He should have just told one. I think so too. Which was Harold who ruled England. I, re I really liked that guy when he said, come on blokes, let's do this. Oh, you liked his optimism? Yes. Yeah. The authority, the action. <laughs> yeah, but William was smart, wasn't he? Yes. He waited his moment and then he went across and he had a little bit of a trick when they were having a fight where he pretended he'd been killed so that they'd he... come down from the hill. I think he was very smart. He had a little bit of drama in it. A tiny pinch of drama. I think you just love the sound of your own voice too much, Evie. That's the problem. Did yeah. you learn anything? Battles. <laughs> Battles. Hi there, it's Emma, Chief Organiser at Consistently Eccentric, here to remind you all that if you like what you hear, you can catch up with all previous episodes and session series by searching for us on Acast, Spotify and iTunes. How fancy. You can also join us on Instagram at Consistently Eccentric Podcast, where we update on the weekly episode and post all of our bonus content for you lucky lot. See you next week.